Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the Amanda Seals show. I am Amanda Seals and I hope everybody had a a Labor Day that they wanted, that they enjoyed. I hope, um, you know, you got to spend your Labor Day Mm -hmm. the way you did. You know, if you you didn't get to spend it the way you want to, I hope that it, (laughs) hope it wasn't too bad. You know, I hope we didn't get like food poisoning from raisins and potato <laughs> salad or something like that. <laughs> something like that. Um, my homegirl is going to Burning Man. She's at Burning Man. Have you it's ever heard of like Burning in Man? The desert, like the desert thing. Yeah, it's in the desert. It's very like I'm like moving my shoulders real slow right now. It's very just like crystals and like we're in it's like very I don't even know how to put it like I think at one point I thought it was like a druggy kind of thing but it's not it's very like we are communing with the yeah yeah it's very that it's very that and very like one with each other like just very like Mm -hmm. we are one we we are one we and if you know my homegirl Amber you're like yeah that makes Perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. Amber is giving you a crystal for your birthday. That's that's the friend she is. You're not getting no gift certificates. You're not getting <laughs> you're not getting no like bottles. You getting a crystal. And she's gonna I tell mean, you what the crystal us, is about. Some of us don't need bottles. We've had enough bottles in our lives. Most of us, actually. <laughs> I would say all of us. I would say none of us. Do you, you know, but for like a birthday celebration, you know, sometimes people will bring a bottle of champagne or something for a birthday, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But no, Amber's bringing you a crystal and she's going to tell you what the crystal's about and she's going to tell you like what intention you need to set. And you're like, thank you. Yes. Love it. So shout out to everybody who's out there at Burning Man. Um, all right. What do we got coming up today on the lovely Amanda Seals show? Well, maybe they'll hear about this at Burning Man, but the Biden administration wants to recategorize marijuana and we're going to talk oh. about what that means. Also, we're going to talk about what social media influencer was accused of lighting their skin just for TikTok. Also, the big up let down. But coming up this hour, there's a new study that says corporate leaders believe that Gen Zers and new college graduates are difficult to work with and lack communication skills. And we're also talking about R&B music. Is is R&B music dead, Amanda, do you think? I have my thoughts, but you know, what am I except what what am I but an old fogey longing for the the, the days of Keith Sweat past. Um you know, where there was more whining and less like sad like people were sad, but like I feel like this new R and B is real like depressed. defeated. Yes. It's depressed. You know what it is? This new R and B is like sad. So old R and B was sad on brown liquor. New R&B is sad on Zannies. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. 
It's a difference. It's a difference, y'all. It's a difference. So we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. Uh, remember, you can call us up at one eight five five amanda 8 Do you think R&B is dead? Give us a call, one eight five five amanda 8 And if and also, like, what is the R&B of the past that you, like, really loved? Like, let me let me indulge in our nostalgia. Do that with me. Can y'all do that with me? Like, what is the R&B of the past that you, like, really loved? Because let me tell you something. When Drew Hill dressed up as the Three Amigos for These Are The Times and in full costume said, tell you, <laughs> each wait, what does it swallow you like reasons, pieces? Come on, girl. You know I need you. Like that's that's R and B that I want. That's R and B that I want. All right. Okay. So uh, hit me up one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. We'll be right back with Black News at the Amanda Seal Show. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, and uh, it is time for some Black Hearing News. So, Essence Magazine featured a story that reveals a new report that finds that almost half of all workplace leaders believe that Gen Zers and recent college grads are difficult to work with and are unprepared for the workforce due to their poor communication skills and work ethic. Now, I was not interviewed for this article, (laughs) but I would like to agree. Agree. They are blaming the younger generation's sense of entitlement and technological skills as contributing factors. Agreed. Some professors say the workforce has changed dramatically because of advancements in technology and hybrid workforce trends. And, um, you know, they were accelerated during the pandemic, which I think we can both agree that like the pandemic kind of forced a lot of technology Mm -hmm. to start working, you know, like all of a sudden Zoom became a thing. Right. Right. And Mm -hmm. I feel like AI really accelerated during that time, even if it was behind the scenes, just by necessity of the fact that like people couldn't be there. Um, the study also found that recent college grads don't communicate in the way that their 50 year old executives do now. Okay. I'm 42. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't feel like I communicate the way that 50 year old (laughs) executives do, (laughs) but, and I think I I talked about this either yesterday or last week, the days all jumble up in my head, but like, there's something to be said for like the skill of communication being a thing. And I feel as a society, that skill is diminishing greatly because of texting. And I stand on this. I stand on this because I feel like there's a, um, there isn't even like a shared etiquette, you know, Mm. like there, there's a specific type of etiquette and manners that I feel like society had like established for like the professional space that texting somehow like gets in the way of. And as I have worked with people you know, who are Gen Z and millennials, like there's oftentimes where y'all really just don't exercise like the same like manners and professionalism that you would verbally in the tech space. Okay. So, you know, and, and so then it becomes where you're like, I guess we can't text, but then, <laughs> you know, but then there's also this other part where it's like the, I will definitely say that Gen Z and millennials oftentimes feel like a phone call is like an offense. Really? It, wh- yes. What? Yes. Why do we have to get on the phone? You know, like, or like, does this have to be a phone call? Like I've had, I've had an actual employee say, does this have to be a phone call? And I, I, I really almost came through the phone. Um, <laughs> but I think that working, okay. So working does look different for every generation, but I think mm-hmm. that respect, respect for what it's worth, I don't think has really changed. Right. I think the concept no. of respect of, 
regard for, you know, folks who are in a, not just like an ex- a superior position in terms of like hierarchy, but just like maybe mm-hmm. also experientially. I think that mm-hmm. that is, is, there's a consistency about how that is regarded. And I feel like that too is eroding because, and this is my theory and I've heard other people say this because the internet also doesn't allow for there to be a separation between Uh. different groups. Right. So like normally, like when I was growing up, like I didn't have access to like 40 year olds and 50 year olds like that, just like casually. I'm not in the comments. I'm not, I'm I'm not able to like have the nerve to have a point of view about like something an expert says. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's like, that's not even like present that option isn't even presented to me. So what this now, this social media space, I feel like has given a false sense of entitlement to folks feeling like they have a voice in spaces that they literally should be shutting all the way up and listening in. Okay. I, I see what you're saying. I, I see. I see your POV on this, Miss Seals. Is that like even I mean, that sounds like even that energy right there? I'm like, you see, <laughs> the, y'all, y'all, young folks. The arrogance is like <laughs> mind blowing. <laughs> it's it's like I just can't. I can't relate. I think we're at a time too where you are like not just in work but in society where like you see the chasm between generations and a grand scheme that we didn't see before. No, I think it's just y'all don't know how to hold your face. And (laughs) like, and you, and you don't, you're not expected to in the same way that like, I feel like the generation before you was. And so for, for those of us in that generation before you, we're looking at y'all like, who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? And then it also relays in just like the expectations. So it's an interesting dynamic that I'm, I'm curious to see what uh, people think about it. So hit me up 1855-AMANDA-8. That's 1855-262-6328. I know there's always going to be a difference between like, you know, the elders and the youngsters, but I think there should always be an effort of respecting each other. I don't think mm-hmm. that that's not the case. You should definitely respect people no matter how old they are. But I think there's definitely something to be said for knowing um, humility. And, and humbleness um, and how that can actually be an, a real gift to the evolution and process. one 855 that's 1-855-262-6328. We're going to get into 60 second headlines with our resident Gen Zer, Mr. Jeremiah like the Bible when we get back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey y'all, welcome to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals and it is time for Jeremiah like the Bible to run y'all down with some 60 second headlines. <laughs> All right, Amanda, first up, the Denver Council has approved a $4.7 million settlement to over 300 Black Lives Matter protests from the 2020 arrests. Mm, mm, mm. We love to see it. We love to see a dollar sign put on pain. But uh, we saw this in New York and we're seeing this in Denver and I'm curious to see where else we're going to see it. And I'm glad to see it because it's necessary. Yep. Also, a new study finds that more adults are taking over-the-counter melatonin to get more sleep, but doctors are warning that overuse can be harmful. You know, America love overuse. <laughs> this is not the land of, um, you know, just like moderate amounts. We uh-huh. don't do that. Moderation is not a thing here. I told y'all about the the supersized cups at the at the at the at the, at the uh, movie theater. Speaking of movie theaters, Taylor Swift's Eras Tour will become a movie coming to AMC Theaters on October 13th. The concert is over three hours long, though. <laughs> oh. So this is like one. a, the, I mean, this is like a 
avatar type situation. But do you understand that the same people who went to the concert are going to come to this? It's just checks on checks on checks on checks on checks. I'm here for it. Kudos. <laughs> also, Wells Fargo is paying homage to HBCUs over the weekend. They launched a limited edition HBCU themed debit card. We like to see this. Now, Wells Fargo has been sketchy McWetchy in the past. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. you know, not sure that they're the best to, um, you know, team up with. But we'll, 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 we'll take the baby steps where we can. All right. And last but not least, a Tyler Perry documentary is in the works. Maxine's Baby, the Tyler Perry story. It will premiere on November 17th on Amazon Prime. Did he write it? Is he starring in it? Is he Keisha Coling it? That's what I want to know. <laughs> we That's what I want to know. But Maxine... Um, was Tyler Perry's mother. She passed away in 2009. I remember him saying that he was very, 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 very close to his mother. Very, very close. Mm-hmm. Uh, so those are your 60 second headlines. Uh, tell me what you think. one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. Big Up Let Down is coming around when we get back. And uh, the Big Up is going to Congressman Dr. Jamal Bowman. That's a lot of titles in a title. We're going to talk about it. All right. The Amanda Seal Show. We we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Let's get into some black girl news. Okay, so y'all, I'm a big R&B fan. I knew mm-hmm. that I was old when I started listening to R&B during the day. That's when <laughs> I knew. <laughs> that's when I knew I had crossed over. Like, oh, like it's it's two o'clock in the afternoon and you, like, you're craving some slow music. Like, okay, you stepped into the grown and sexy bunch. <laughs> like when they would have those like um, advertisements, like only for the grown and sexy sexy. Like, it was like, oh, you're talking to me now. Okay. (laughs) Well, this month, two legendary R&B albums are celebrating their 50th anniversaries. Stevie Wonder's Inner Visions and Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On. I think, Mm. though, Jeremiah, that some people would say that this doesn't feel... Like, I don't know that I think of Inner Visions as R&B. Like, I think of it more as, like, soul. Right. I feel like he he has so many... um, I feel like the basis of R&B is definitely, like, Stevie Wonder, like, the funk, the soul but it's not considered traditional R&B by some people's standards. I mean, I guess what's considered traditional R&B, like I feel like the Isley Brothers feels like traditional Um, Mm R&B. Al Green feels like traditional R&B, but like even like Marvin Gaye, I mean, I guess they're so ubiquitous that Mm -hmm. I didn't even think of him as R&B, but like, yes. And that's why we have like 90s R&B as like a specific genre because it does sound distinct from the R&B that it developed from. But Diddy once said that R&B is dead. I mean, if anything, he killed it with Day 26. Um, I had Day 26 getting it. <laughs> because he had them battling. <laughs> the album was like, good, though. They had a good album. He had them battling with the R&B. I just felt like, don't hip-hop R&B. Like, don't do that. <laughs> like, stop. Like, there was a lot of clenched fists and, and you know, wife beaters. It was a lot. It's bad, boy. Um, but my thing about R&B of, of today is that it just feels very, very dark. Mm-hmm. Which I think is kind of reflective of, like, where we are as a nation. And in a way that I would have expected hip-hop to be reflective... But okay. it's actually R&B that I think reflects like just kind of the 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 lack of connection. We've been talking about lack of connection. We talked about, you know, last week on the group chat about like the lack of social connection, especially coming out of the pandemic. Then we just think about just like the, the concept of commitment. Right. I hear right. a lot of young people say that that's just like out the door these days. It just doesn't feel like something people are striving towards. You see, we see marriage rates are changing, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You know, I think what we're going to see is more R&B that ends up being more. I hope to see more R&B that ends up being more about like self-love and healing and growth, because I think right. that's where a lot of us are 
starting to like actually plant our flag. Like, oh, the love that we need to talk about is first about self-love, you know, and how that actually manifests into like true love between other people. Um, Now, my favorite, my favorite R&B song of all time is Beauty Is Her Name by Drew Hill. Of all time? I'm not saying it's the best R&B song of all time. Okay. It's just okay. my favorite R&B song of all time. My literal favorite song of all time is the Social Depe All Stars, My Boo. Now, it's right. not the, that's not the best song of all time, but it's just like the song that like for me brings me unadulterated joy no matter where I am if I hear it. And not that I hate to say this, but I think I have to admit to myself that my second favorite song of all time, and y'all are going to be like, I'm hanging up <laughs> after I say this. It's got to be Backstreet Boys, I Want It That Way. That's a good song. Let me tell you something. I was in a store the other day and it came on and I had to stop. <laughs> I had to stop. And I looked at the cashier and I was like, you are my fire. He was like, we deal with this all day. <laughs> you know that like, you know, there was like an original song. Like the original song wasn't those lyrics. It was like a different set of lyrics, but they changed it to that because it sounded better. Well, I'm going to keep talking about this when we get back. So we'll be right back. Uh, give me a call. What are your favorite R&B songs? one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show so I can talk more about this because I'm enjoying myself. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. And uh, we've been talking about, okay, we were talking about is R&B dead, Jeremiah, mm-hmm. like the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I was just admitting to the people that my favorite song of all time is So So Dead Based All Scars, My Boo. But that I think, I think my second favorite song of all time might actually be the Backstreet Boys, I Want It That Way. Which is a great and song. And it has an R&B element to it, does mm-hmm. it? I mean, I feel like all of those boy bands were mimicking like... R&B it's boy true. group so they were definitely mimicking <laughs> boys to men right I will never forget being on the train one morning in New York and it was just like everyone was like so tired like trying to go to work mm. you know it's like cold and this dude got on with the radio and he was just like playing like loud music and people started looking at him like are you really doing that to us like you're you're harming us so he stopped <laughs> playing the music and then I guess he had like a brainwave he was like oh I'm gonna hit y'all with this and then we heard the beginning of boys to men um and we all started looking up and you see and all of a sudden everybody started singing we don't even talk anymore (laughs) the whole train it was really like um like a movie moment we don't even know what we argue about (sighs) but see they don't have songs like that now i don't feel like y'all generation has songs that like are like that like that are lyrically and like melodically able to like be sung together like that. Am I wrong? Um, no, you're not wrong. I think there are some songs that still cut through the, the noise, but I think on like a mainstream level, no, there aren't very many good good songs to me that I feel like have that same impact. Others might disagree. I, I kind of feel like R&B got mainstream, but it didn't lose its like, the mainstream did, to me, the mainstream didn't take away R&B's like R&B-ness. Whereas okay. like it did for hip hop. Well, I think everyone in R&B started trying to chase hip hop. And it was like, that's what it kind of got blurry. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. And they also started doing this thing where like hip hop artists started like trying to sing in their rap songs, but like in a way that wasn't actually like sing. It was just, it's a lot. The blurred lines are real. You know, I mean, Afrobeats is considered like the new genre of music that's come out because every 30 years there's a new genre that like really like explodes and that, like folks right. consider that to be Afrobeats right now. But within America, every 30 years, there's a new genre of music. Like historically, I did, I wrote my whole undergrad thesis on this. Mm-hmm. Um and so I'm curious to see because we're on the cusp of that. We're also on the cusp of like a very like drastic shift within America. So usually the two things happen together, particularly with black folks. So I'm curious what that's going to be. I don't know. What, I don't know what it is, but hit me up. If you know, one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. We actually have a caller. Who's on the line? Hi Amanda. Hi Jeremiah. I like the Bible. It's Lori from Atlanta. I just listened Hello. to the segment on Mark Cuban missing out on Uber and the fact that. <laughs> All of these big companies, Amazon, Netflix, go years without turning a profit. Mm-hmm. And it just shows how we're living in the upside down, right? Because <laughs> those people can get investments for years, and yet mm-hmm. we're worried about um, welfare queens, right? They're spending yeah. money hand over fist, and people continue to give them money year over year. And yet we're unwilling to make that same much smaller investment in each and every citizen in the United States. It is bonkers. We are living in the upside down. Love the show. Love what you're doing. Have a great day. What a um, really like astute thought right there. You know, like we'll invest in these companies that are in debt, but we won't invest in the people. Hmm. They won't do it. They won't do it. They won't do it. They won't do it. But we're continuously investing in y'all with our time and our efforts here at the Amanda Seal Show. So don't go anywhere because we've got more Black Earth News, the Big Up, Let Down, and more right here when we get back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the And um, happy birthday to everybody whose birthday is out there. Happy birthday to actor Michael Keaton. You know, Beetlejuice, one of the greatest films of all time, perhaps. Maybe. Yeah. It's definitely. Oh, yeah. Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, if you like like thrillers, Pacific Heights, the worst neighbor ever. (laughs) I want to remind you all that I extended the release of my documentary in Amanda We Trust. You know, we are constantly talking about politics here. We're constantly talking about just how we got to get folks back into the the mix, like how we need to get voting, like people need to get involved. And this documentary is, it's really about trying to excite you to do that using humor. So I hope you'll take the time to support and uh, check it out. It is available at inamandawetrust.com, inamandawetrust.com. All right. Um, what do we got coming up this hour? Coming up this hour in Black Career News, the Biden administration wants to recategorize marijuana. So we're going to tell you what that means. Also, Pinky Doll, the social media influencer, is accused of lightening her skin. Ice cream. I like it. I like it. (laughs) Yeah, her. That one. Also, plus the Big Up Let Down. A Big Up is going to Congressman Dr. Jamal Bowman. Yes. He's a doctor. Okay. Congressman Dr. Jamal Bowman. (laughs) Yes. Who um, is featured in my doc in Amanda We Trust. He is. He is. So stay tuned for that as well. 
All right, there you go. So make sure you keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. If you miss any of the show, you can check out our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals and it is time for Black Red News. Black Red News. Okay, all my weed smokers, the Health and Human Services, HHS Department is asking to reclassify marijuana as a lower risk drug, which makes sense. Marijuana is currently classified as a Schedule 1 controlled substance. Schedule 1 is meant for the most dangerous substances, including heroin and LSD. <laughs> Damn. Like, what are we? Now, last October, President Biden requested that his administration initiate this process of categorizing, of recategorizing marijuana under federal law to a Schedule 3 drug because the same category has testosterone, okay? Um, and this could be a step towards wider legalization. I mean, y'all, it's just, we just, uh, didn't they just take marijuana off of the illegal substances list for the NBA? Right. I mean, it's just like think, it's the yeah. weeds. It's the Mary Janes. Like, I just feel like this is this is only because and I think they only did this so that they could um, incarcerate folks. That's the only reason they did this. Right. They made it a schedule one drug so they could incarcerate folks. They could continue the prison industrial complex. Now, I'm not big on conspiracy theories, but I think that's just basic math. Now, let me just tell you, I know that President Biden is an old white man. I know this. I know that President Biden is also somebody who was a part of passing the 94 crime bill. But I just have a feeling, and I know that y'all might be like, Amanda, please, with the idealism, stop seeing the light in everybody. I just, I just have a feeling that he is at this like twilight time in his life where he definitely like had to see more than he never had to see before, especially when he was Obama's um, vice president. And his adjacency to blackness like, and his adjacency to his own son's drug addiction. Like, mm-hmm. I think that he has had to kind of open up his consciousness and shift. And I just feel like he's doing things and saying things that even if people are like, it's pandering, whatever the case is helpful, because this is the type of thing that does change legislation and that does allow for there to no longer be the same threat of um, incarceration and of violence against brothers as they are involved in marijuana trade. I mean, there's no reason why these white girls can be out here with like full marijuana distributions <laughs> companies, like completely. Right. And then federally it's considered, it's considered a schedule one substance. It just doesn't make sense. So we need to, we need to do this. We need to organize it now. Maybe, you know, maybe I'm wrong about Biden, but it's just something I'm, I'm feeling in the air. Maybe it's the Pisces moon. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, you also asked earlier about Oxycontin. So Oxycontin is, is classified as a Schedule 2 slash Schedule 2N controlled substance. I don't know what 2N stands for, but it's in the second class. So what we're telling me is <laughs> you're telling me that weed is classified as more harmful than Oxycontin. Mm-hmm. And also in that class as well, you said schedule two narcotics. If you say fentanyl, I'm going to fight you. <laughs> it's hydromorphone, hydromorphone uh, methadone, um, oxycodone, which is oxycotton, and fentanyl. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, control. did you just say fentanyl? I did. That's the last one. <laughs> Talk about burying the lead. So fentanyl, which they said like a, a, like a sneeze of fentanyl can kill you. 
but we eat is a schedule one. So what we learned today on the Amanda Seal show <laughs> is that these schedules is full of shy. Okay. That's what it is. Hit me up. 1-855-MANDA-8. Let me know. Especially if you know about this, like in a real way, call me up. 1-855-MANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. When we get back, TikTok influencer, Pinky Doll. We're going to talk about colorism because I don't know about y'all, but I saw her like on the Webby Awards, I think it was, the streamies. Homegirl is a whole black woman. And that is not how she looked on the TikToks. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk, talk about it when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It's the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. Okay, so we're going to talk about TikTok's pinky doll. But first of all, because you know I don't do TikTok, Jeremiah, can you please talk about TikTok's pinky doll and like set <laughs> this up for the people? Because I, I really don't know much. Right. So pinky doll, um, people are basically, she's in the news now because people are pushing back about her lightening her skin allegedly in her posts. Um, but she said she's probably black. So if y'all don't know, pinky doll is a famous TikTok lady. And she's like, there's this thing called like NPCs where people are kind of mimicking like video game characters. They make like sounds and they do these weird things for money and getting and getting gifts on TikTok um, mm-hmm. during like live streams. So it has like silly catchphrases. Like hers is like ice cream, ice cream, I think. And like some other weird... Ice cream, ice cream. I like, I like. Something like that. Yeah, in that way. <laughs> but she does it and gets like digital gifts from the like people who are watching. And apparently she um, earns about 3K a stream, Amanda. And she streams daily. Yeah, I don't know if you knew that also. She also has a whole OnlyFans. No, like I a whole OnlyFans. I ain't about the OnlyFans. You said what? I ain't about that OnlyFans part, but you know. Yeah, get, she has get, like a whole. She has a whole like X-rated OnlyFans where she's doing mm. the damn, she's doing the thing. But, you know, I guess it's that she, she is on the TikTok. She looks way lighter than she did in person. Very lighter. <laughs> and so people were saying that she's like bleaching, but I'm like, that's not how bleaching works. Like you can't just right. like be lighter today and darker tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure really what's going on. It has like, to be like that- filters, I'm assuming. That would only make sense to me. Interesting. I mean, we all know colorism is a real thing. Mm-hmm. She also does the blonde hair thing. Mm-hmm. She's Brazilian. Yes. I thought she was Canadian. No, not with that accent. I mean, she she might live in Canada because I say that because colorism, you know, bleaching and all that stuff is, is is prevalent in certain areas. But I just thought it was interesting to see her because a lot of us were like, oh, this is a black woman. You know, like, it is. on the streamies. She's from Montreal. That? She's from Montreal. That's why. So it's like the French influence in her voice. Ah, OK. Yeah, that makes sense. OK. Yeah. She's a dark skinned black woman, though. Like yeah. not even just like a black woman, like I'm a light skinned black woman. She's like a dark, like she's a brown skinned black woman. And so it's the amount of shades mm-hmm. that she is different on her videos is, is, is a lot. And I think it says something about, again, how we, how we see colorism continue to prevail because of course the whiteness is still the brightness. And, um, you know, I can't wait for that not to be the case, but nonetheless, she's still getting her money. Would she get that money if she was on camera as her own actual skin tone? Ah, uh, considering I mean, where she's, she's from, beautiful. she is. But that's never stopped people from being racist. 
That's true. That's true. <laughs> People like that she was finessing. They like she finessing with the with the filters. So they said, keep the finesse up, girl. Get your money. <laughs> Get your money. Get your money. You know, I feel you. Well, that's it for Black Hero News. Uh, tell me what you think. One eight five five mid eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Big up, let down. It's coming around when we get back. And uh, the big up is going to Congressman Dr. Jamal Bowman. That's a lot of titles in a title. We're going to talk about it. All right. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the big up, let down on the Amanda Seal Show. Big up, big up, let down. Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals, and uh, it's time that we get into our pick up, pick up, let down. So today's pick up, pick up. goes to Congressman Dr. Jamal Bowman for his message to Vivek Ramaswamy, the the Indian uh, dude running for the Republican nomination. He never had a chance, and he's not gonna get a chance, but he's still <laughs> up here wasting all of our time. Yeah, he compared Representative Ayanna Presley to the KKK, which I, I talked about that. But what Dr. Jamal, don't, what Congressman Dr. Jamal Bowman does right here, it shows us how we protect black women. Take it away, Yonkers. Keep black women's name out of your mouth. First of all, that's number one. Number two, keep black people name out of your mouth. And instead of spewing hateful, disgusting, ignorant, dumbass rhetoric, how about you pay homage to the black people in this country that have fought and died for the freedoms you exercise today. How about you pay homage to the black people historically that have continued to save the soul of America and move America forward? How about that? Instead of fitting in nicely into the pocket of the white supremacists that you are having the nerve to uh, spew hateful, disgusting, racist rhetoric. Keep a black woman's name out your mouth. Keep black people's name out your mouth. Learn your history. Have some respect so that maybe you'll be taken seriously one day. You knew he was serious when he, he dropped the TH and made it an F on mouth. <laughs> That's when you knew, you know, and I knew that. And, and he 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 left out. He know he wanted to drop some MFers in there as well. Mm-hmm. Keep black women's name at your MF mouth. I appreciated that. Um, you know, Dr. Jamal Bowman is Congressman Dr. Jamal Bowman is featured in my documentary in Amanda We Trust. Mm-hmm. And he's given this same energy. You know, these are the people that we want in the government because they're not there to be politicians for life. They're there to be public servants. They're there to serve the people. And, uh, you know, Representative Ayanna Presley, same. She's representing uh, Boston. And, you know, they are a part of the squad, which uh, has a number of members, including AOC and Ilhan Omar, Maxwell Frost. They're progressive Democrats. And by progressive, it means that they actively uh, choose not to receive corporate money. They are actively working to do legislation that is that is literally responsive to what their constituency is asking for and they are consciously being loud in challenging the Republicans on their BS. So shout out to Congressman Dr. Jamal Bowman for exemplifying that right there. Today's Let Down It goes the fitty Fitty scent Okay Now during his recent concert in LA 
at the crypto.com arena, which by the way, I can't believe it's still called the crypto.com arena. <laughs> okay. After having mic problems with multiple mics, he threw a mic into the crowd because he was frustrated. Yikes. And the mic hit a woman in the head. Now, this is not oh. the same as Cardi B. Okay? Because that was an assault with a response. He just got mad and he threw the mic in the crowd. And of course, the woman, she should have filed a report. And 50 Cent is now <laughs> the suspect in a criminal battery report. The woman says 50 knew she was there when he threw the mic. She was transported to the hospital. Y'all, she had a laceration on the head. Ooh. I get the frustration, but it's like, you're like an old man. Like 50's almost 50. <laughs> like, you know better than this. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like that was like a real careless act. Mm -hmm. um, and these are your fans. So you're like, you're, but the, you know, I'm saying this, like I didn't see this man throw chairs in the crowd at Summer Jam Not in yet. 2000. <laughs> One of them, he literally was throwing chairs in the crowd, and I was close enough to have almost got hit by a chair. <laughs> so this is clearly repeat behavior. Anywho, that's our big up letdown for today, y'all. One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Jeremiah, tell them where they can get the show if they miss any of the show. Well, if they miss anything, they can always check out our daily podcast available wherever they get their podcasts because it becomes a podcast after the show. That is correct. Let's go to the phone lines. What's up, What's Amanda this? and Jeremiah? Like the Bible, this is Lee from Philly. I'm calling about your Monday's topic and Glorilla telling young ladies to be toxic in their 20s. Um, yes. I mean, I feel like you do. Like, one thing that I don't think that she, like, I don't know which her level of toxicity is, but you don't just, so she's saying be toxic in your 20s. So at 30, you just turn it off. Like, the, <laughs> The same amount of energy that it took you to be toxic from 20 to 30 is about the same amount of energy you're going to need to remove all of that. So while you're wasting time being toxic, you're going to waste another 10 years trying to like do like untoxify, if that's the word. And and by that time, you're 40 and you've wasted a whole 10 years doing something that you could have. Well, being a better person that you could have been if you just kind of like, you know, not let that toxicity get you to where where she says do it. But that's all I got. But I love you guys and keep up uh, what you're doing. I'm with you. Jeremiah, you're in your 20s. Yes. Are you living a toxic life or like Lorilla <laughs> suggested? I am not, you know, I don't, I don't know if I'm taking advice from Glorilla, um, <laughs> even though she is FNF. Shout out to Glorilla. Um, one thing I, Which is I, a way to stay toxic free. Right. But one thing I have learned from Glorilla is that um, the sun will come out tomorrow. You know, if you don't know nothing else, the sun will shine tomorrow. I thought you said the song will come out tomorrow. And I was like, oh, do you think she's going to have a song called like Toxic in Your 20s? <laughs> no, the sun, the sun. 
I mean, she's is that she like a thing that, that she says? Yeah, I mean, she took it from Orphan Annie, but you know, she she brought it back to the people. I don't understand. Is there a song where she talks about this? Yeah, it's called Tomorrow. <laughs> okay, I love how you're acting like I'm not asking you a direct question, <laughs> and you're just no. That's I don't, what it's called. Oh. It's called Tomorrow. That she talked about it in the song called Tomorrow. <laughs> Lord, you see what it's like talking to these millennials? Y'all hear it, right? Y'all hear it? The millennials and the Gen Zers, y'all hear it? Okay, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> me and my Gen X self. You know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. All right, so uh, the sun will come out tomorrow. It's a hard knock life. <laughs> um, and we'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We. Y'all, today is September 5th. I don't know. I, I, I will continue to be com- just flabbergasted that we are in September. But on this day in 1960, a young Cassius Clay, his mama called him Clay, I'm gonna call him Clay. A young Cassius Clay won gold in the light heavyweight division at the Rome Olympics. He would go on to have a successful boxing career as Muhammad Ali. Felt like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Yes, yes, yes. So that's we we gotta always show love to the great one, to the great one. There's just there's been a few. You know, it's like all men are created equal and by men, I just mean humans. But, you know, there's folks that really have just like done the most with their time here. And he is one of those folks where when you really look at like the the span of like his time on Earth, you're like, you really, you really held it down. You did that. You know, he did that. I mean, um, so we always got to show reverence. Now, when we what we have coming up this hour is. um, mm, we we got to make sure we're showing reverence in the right place. So run, run it down. Run, yeah, you run it down. <laughs> so for this hour for Black Red News, we got to talk about Governor DeSantis because he's directing $1 million to an HBCU in Florida. But why? Um, also, Sprinter Noah Lyles gets a clap back from some NBA stars after his comments about world champions. I'm going to be going black around the world with you, Amanda, this hour. Plus, how black do we feel? All right. Governor DeSantis, I want to remind folks that people love to say like Donald Trump was such a good president because he gave money to the HBCUs. Y'all, that money was already allocated to the HBCUs previous to him being elected. He simply just had to sign <laughs> and present to them what was already assigned to them. Just want to remind you all that. I feel like there's something similar having to do with Governor DeSantis. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Listen, laugh and learn with us. And if you haven't checked out my political comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust, then baby, it is time for you to do that. We have a sister in there who actually is from Florida. She is a government teacher and she talks about just how ridiculous and terrible and uh, horrifying Governor DeSantis is to the state. But she also talks about like what she is doing as a government teacher to get them kids to get on board with what they need to be the change they wish to see in their government. So make sure you check it out in amandabetrust.com. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and we got some Black Eric news. I 
hate that I have to talk about this person because he drives me insane. But Governor Ron DeSatan of Florida has announced that the state will direct $1 million to improve campus security at historically black Edward Waters University in Jacksonville. Of course. Now, I don't know if y'all know this, but the suspect who actually did the mass shooting at Dollar General in Jacksonville, he was seen on campus, on the campus of Edward Waters before he went to the Dollar General and fatally shot three black people with an AR-15 semi-automatic rifle. And remember, I had had asked, by the way, I had asked um, our producer when the story first came out, what was the weapon that was used? And here we go once again with this damn AR-15. He also used a Glock handgun and then he took his own life. Um, Governor DeSantis says we are not going to allow our HBCUs to be targets for hateful scumbags. Are you laughing? Because I know I'm laughing. I'm laughing at him. Yes. (laughs) I've directed my administration to use every resource available to ensure the Edward Waters campus is safe following this shooting and to help the impacted families as they mourn their loved ones. This is (laughs) what are we like? What am I even seeing right here? So State Representative Angie Nixon, a Jacksonville Democrat, and I don't know if y'all seen the picture floating around where he is in Jacksonville talking and there's a sister standing next to him wearing a shirt that says to support. There's a sister standing next to him that has a shirt that says um, stand with black women and she's scowling at him as she should. That's Representative Angie Nixon. Okay, she said. New funding cannot erase the pain caused by years of marginalization and oppression at Florida's mm-hmm. HBUs, HBCUs that have been underfunded for decades. She also goes on to say for it to take murder for him to dig in his overflowing coffers for support is appalling. 10 points for Gryffindor for the use of coffers. Coffer is a place to store money. Um, this is also the same man who legalized carrying concealed guns without a permit, has enacted mm-hmm. legislation that defunds programs that promote diversity in public higher education. He also prohibited public high schools from offering advanced placement African-American studies. He also mm-hmm. did the don't, don't say woke, um, the don't say gay. Like this is, this person has like his, his literal campaign like motto was don't monkey this around. Right. Very so, anti-woke. So let's just let's just change course here. Have you ever gotten a gift, like a good gift from someone you didn't like? <laughs> um no. And are I we mean, accepting are we accepting gifts from people that we feel like are not giving them in good faith? I mean, I guess it depends on what the gift is. <laughs> I ain't gonna even hold you. But usually I feel like I try to like keep my interactions with people I don't like to a minimum. So if I don't I'm if you gave me a gift I don't like you on my side, I'd actually I'm like, I feel like it's a setup. You're trying to get me. That's my point. That's my point. That's what I think this is. That's what I think this is. And I don't think they're ever going to get that money. Really? I don't. I think it's an election year and I don't know. I don't think they're ever going to get that money. Mm, okay. He should have been there with the big check. Like, you know, the big, big check, the, the publisher's right. clearinghouse check. Like he should have been there with it. <laughs> what do y'all think? You think I'm tripping? What you think? one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Eight is all money good money? Is it is it is it one of these situations where there's no there's no wrong reason to do right? Hit me up because I don't trust it. One eight five five man to eight. When we get back, is there anything wrong with calling the NBA finals, the World Series of Finals, or the World Championships? Well, Sprinter Noah Lyles has something to say about it. We gonna get into it because the people are upset. And you know we love talking about when things are upset. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Yes, y'all, this is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and uh, we got more Black news for you. This is a conversation that folks are having that is... <laughs> To me, it's very basic, but I don't know. You, y'all tell me. So U.S. sprinter Noah Lyles is getting clapbacks from NBA stars after his world championships comment. So first of all, he is the fastest human in the world right now. Okay. Mm. Yes. So this is not just like, you know, somebody on the bench. Right, <laughs> right. Just, that they just caught like at the locker room. No. He won the men's 100 meter, the men's 200 meter, and the four by 100 meter titles at the 2023 World Track and Fields Championships in Budapest, Hungary. Of course, this is where we also, you know, the big the big headline from this was Shakari Richardson, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but he became the first man since Usain Bolt to complete this historic triple at a single world mm-hmm. championship. So this is a big, big deal. Following his victory in the 200 meter event at the World Athletic Championships, he shared his view. I don't know really why this <laughs> came up, but he shared his view on NBA champions being called world champions. Let's hear it. World champion of what? <laughs> the United States? You know, the thing that hurts me the most is that I have to watch the NBA finals and they have world champion on their head. World champion of what? <laughs> the United States? Don't get me wrong. I, I love the U.S. at times. <laughs> but that ain't the world. That is not the world. We are the world. We have almost every country out here fighting, thriving, putting on their flag to show that they are represented. There ain't no flags in the NBA. (laughs) So I think part of the reason why people are annoyed is because he sounds annoying. (laughs) Because like what he's saying is, you know what I'm saying? Like, because what he's saying is not wrong, but he just sounds annoying. It's like. (laughs) I don't, he sounds like he's like really like I'm feeling myself and I get it you should be because you won but he sounds like name. he's like really like I'm about to do, I'm about to go off with this I really don't know what the what the inquiry was but Draymond Green said you know when being smart goes wrong Kevin Durant said somebody help this brother he is dead wrong I don't I don't I, I, where where <laughs> But I don't know where he's wrong, though. Like, why are they considered the world champions? They're not competing against other countries. Right, on the world stage. And if memory serves me correct, I think I saw Greg Popovich agree with him. Um, And he's a very sound-minded man. But, like, we saw in 2004 in the Athens Olympics, we saw, you know, so the Dream Team came out in 92, bodied, right? Bodied. Remember, that was a big Mm -hmm. deal, the whole Dream Team, right? Then they came out Mm -hmm. in 98, bodied. But then there was like a new generation of dream team in 2004 who raised, who basically just showed up to the Athens Olympics. Like they was about to play like a pickup game at the, um, at 24 hour fitness and, <laughs> <laughs> and they got bodied by Yugoslavia, like Yugoslavia won. And they all looked at each other like, how does happen? We, we don't watch it. Life comes at your face. And so there's like a whole documentary about how in the 2008 Olympics, they were like, we're not gonna let this happen again. And they actually, you know, they practiced and they, you know, Kobe Bryant, like, you know, was the was the team leader and LeBron was there and they, you know, they really got focused. And I think that there's something to be said for the fact that America exercises this exceptionalism where we just think that, well, if we do it, 
we're the best in the world. So right. it's, you know what I mean? So if, we, if, if you're the best of America, then you must be the world champion. And that is just simply not the case. And I think that's what this young man is saying. And he is American saying it. So it's mm-hmm. not like he's, you know, hating. What do y'all think? one 855 Let me know. Maybe you know, so maybe you have some insight into this that I don't have. Why do we call the world championships of the NBA finals? Why do we call the World Series, even though it's in America, the World <laughs> Series? Because the, the Little League World Series is actually the world. Right. It is. International. So, yeah, so I'm not... Help me understand. one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. When we get back, we got black around the world for you. Y'all, the overthrows and the coups, it's happening. We got to know what's going down everywhere else so we can understand the world and our context within it. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Amanda Seals is taking you black. Around the world. All around the world. On the Amanda Seals Show. All right, welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here, and it's time to go black around the world. Jeremiah, like the Bible, I have not gone black around the world in a while. You haven't. You've been putting that passport in a, in a closet. You got to put these. I'm, I'm bringing it back out. I'm bringing it back out. Okay, so I don't know if y'all know this, but there's been like a lot of military to- takeovers happening in Africa, like in the past year. Mm-hmm. Okay. One just happened in the country of Gabon, where the, um, basically the, the presidential guard like took over and put the president like in his own house. Like they put that man on house arrest. Now this happened just five weeks after Niger. Their president, Mohamed Bazoum, was taken hostage by his own presidential guard. <laughs> Not they flipped on him. You know what though? I be wondering in these moments, like is, is it running through his head like, dang, like I was rude to that dude the other day. <laughs> <laughs> now he got me, now he got me hemmed up. Now he got me hemmed up. So the thing about it, though, is that um, what happened on Wednesday was that in Gabon is that they like went on air to declare this Gabon Ali Bongo the winner of Sunday's election. And then within minutes, there was a surprise broadcast with a bunch of soldiers being like, "Ah, ah, ah." nah, this is ours now. We running things now. Yeah. And so apparently Mr. Bongo and his regime, like they have been in power, you know, like uh, I think something like 18 years. Um, But what's happening is that actually the young people in a lot of these countries are really actually supporting this. So this actually went down in January as well in Burkina Faso. Their president, Rochmark Christian Kabore, was deposed by his soldiers. And um, he was then dethroned by, like, lower-ranking counterparts <laughs> in September, like, just eight months later. Then before that, in 2021, there were two coups. There were two what? in Mali. <laughs> yes. What is going in, on? <laughs> in Mali and Guinea. And then in Chad, early in 2021, in Chad, they had another coup. So, like... What's going on is that a lot of these countries have had people who have been put in position by other countries, right? Whether it be America, mm-hmm. France, etc. They've been put in position. It's de- they, de- they destabilize the government. They put someone in power and then they keep them in power in a quote unquote democratic position. But they're really dictators for all intents and purposes, because okay. you have people in the background, you have corruption, etc. 
And so what happens is that you create conditions where like the soldiers feel like they can just do whatever, right? Because Mm -hmm. they're feeling like as long as I'm riding with this dude, this dude doing whatever, so I can do whatever. And so a lot of the young citizens are very, very disenchanted with this. They like, nah, this ain't it. Because y'all is really running this country like we aren't here in this country. And so I think it's really interesting to see because we're seeing something similar bubbling here, right? Like with the midterm elections and we saw how many young people came out to vote. What we're seeing is young people looking at government and being like, nah, like y'all can't just keep running this thing like this and running things down. A similar thing, it wasn't a coup, but what happened in Grenada's recent uh, prime minister election in the past two years was we had had a, a basically a dictator in everything but name in Keith Mitchell. I mean, he had been in power for like 35 years total. Like he was like in power, then he left power, then he came back. And it was like, why do you keep being in power? And then you start finding out about all this corruption and he's giving passports to Russians and to anybody who buy land. He didn't give away like so much of Grenada to China and whatnot. And the young people are like, why do we not have jobs? Like, why do we not have homes? Like, why do we not have like the health care that we need? Why is the hospital like a damn death center? Like, why is this the case? But you got money and these people got money. And so... You know, you start seeing this and I think it's really um, an, 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 an amazing thing to see that the young people start to rise up. And so we ended up uh, electing in Grenada, Dickon Mitchell, to be the Grenada prime minister. And I mean, he's like 44. That's young. That's young. So that's our black around the world. That's our black around the world. The young people in the African countries are saying that they want these coups to happen. But my curiosity is what happens after the coup? How do things get on course to actually be better than they were before and not just a repeat? I don't know, but hopefully we will see it so we can see the motherland get to what it deserves. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-3328. We're going to be black and how we feel about it when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all. We are here at the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and uh, we got Jeremiah like the Bible up in the building, and we got to tell y'all how black we feel today. How black do we feel today? Okay, Jeremiah. How black are you feeling? How black do I feel today? I feel as black as a honey baked ham at a black Thanksgiving, Amanda, because it's been a heat wave. (laughs) It's been a heat wave in LA and it's hot. It's hot. I'm like, oh, y'all really was, y'all wasn't playing with the global warming. It was like, we really gonna kick it up a little bit. (laughs) No, I mean, I feel like it's like 99 or something like that, right? Like it's kind of crazy, kind of hectic. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Well, um, (laughs) how black do you feel today? How black do I feel today? I feel, hmm. I feel, um, you know what I feel? I feel real, real. I'm trying to figure out like the how I can quantify this into like one, like I feel LeVar Burton reading Rainbow Black. Okay. Butterfly in the sky. <laughs> I can go twice as I. In that, you know, that show was like him just sharing the information with the people, right? Like really like mm-hmm. putting y'all, like putting us in direction of like, oh, this book right here is really great. You don't got to take my word for it. Mm-hmm. And that's really where I'm like focusing my energy, man. Like, cause with, um, 
with the Instagram and also with this radio show, like I feel like just more committed now than ever to like really share information with y'all and like excite y'all to go out there and like get even more information on the information. You feel me? Doubling up. Mm -hmm. Double up Mm -hmm. like a double cup. And so that's how I'm feeling today. Take a look. It's in a book or a Google search. Reading (laughs) Rainbow. All right. That's how black we're feeling. All right. When we get back, we got six second headlines, positive down the like your news, all kinds of stuff. Because that's how it goes down here at the Amanda Seal Show. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world all this time. We shine. Uh, this is the Amanda Seals show. It's time to listen, laugh, learn, all the above. I extend the release of my political comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust for another week. Okay. So you will be able to get it another week at inamandawetrust.com. After that, the only way you'll be able to get it is to actually get a subscription to my Patreon, The Amandaverse. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. But until then, if you really are like, I don't want to have have to do all of that though i just want to be able to get the, the documentary watch it and hold on to it in perpetuity baby then this is your time so make sure that you go to animatedwetrust.com because at on friday at 11 59 it's a, it's a wrap the stroke of midnight it turns into a pumpkin it turns into a pumpkin okay it turns into a pumpkin but you will still be able to access it if you get a membership to my pot to my uh, patreon Aman- the amandaverse.com okay so there's that. There's that. All right. So um, it's time to listen up and learn, as you know. And we always got to hit you with the word of the day. All right. The word of the day is a say, not essay, and not to be confused with I go, I say. No. That's where my brain went. I say. <laughs> no, the word is a say. Um, a say. Is something that you do not get in a black household because you never get a say in anything as the child. <laughs> That's that, mine. I, okay. You know what? We're gonna give you. We're gonna give you an applause for that one because there's somebody who calls in ever so often with stuff like that with these words of the day, and you just right. did what he would do, and I appreciate that. So kudos to because we love we love a wordplay. We love a wordplay. Well, a say is actually a technical word meaning to test something, such okay. as a metal or drug to find out what it contains or to assess its value. So basically, we'll assay the gold to determine its purity. Okay. Like they assay the drugs to make them schedule one. I was going to say, so like, <laughs> there you go. You know, like, um, dude had a long pinky fingernail in order to assay the Coke before he bought it. Oh, long pinky nail child. <laughs> I can't, I can't. <laughs> Anytime you see that, that's where that's going. The, 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 the long pinky nails are only the one or two places. It's either going in the Coke or it's going in somebody's ear. That's it. Why oh your ear God. itching all the time? Why is your ear itching all the time? 
What do we got coming up this hour? <laughs> coming up, oh my God, that visual is throwing me off. <laughs> <laughs> coming up this hour, we have politicians say the darndest things. Also, 60 second headlines and the big up let down. Shout out to the Congressman Dr. Jamal Bowman for the for the big up. All right. Well, keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. We've got time to listen, laugh, and learn. And so uh, you got time too, so don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals, and it is time for... Politicians, Politicians say the darndest things. Alrighty, Amanda Seals. Today's politician is 68-year-old Senator Lindsey Graham. Yep, that guy. Because back in 2015, he said this about Donald Trump running for president, but had new comments about Donald Trump last year. Let's take a listen. Donald Trump is not going to be the nominee of the Republican Party. If he is, that's the end of the Republican Party. Because what he is doing if, is... So then if he is, what do you do? Well, then we'll lose. Uh, this is the party of Donald Trump. If you think otherwise, you're in for a rude awakening. I think I think he's going to lead us to victory in 2022. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what happened? Not I think Donald way. Trump got secrets on Lindsey Graham. Really? That's what I think. Not a briefcase. I mean, he has a lot of files down at Mar-a-Lago, so maybe one of the files is on Lindsey Graham. I do. I do. Lindsey Graham, to me, gives pedophile... Ooh. Um. Yeah, he. That's the energy he gives me. I'm not saying on the record that he has. I'm not accusing him of that. So there will be no defamation cases over here. But that's the vibe that he gives me. He gives me, um, you know, well, he gives me full on racist because he is always on that side of things. He's always on the wrong side of things. But it is, it is so trippy to me to hear him say this in 2015. And anybody who's been paying attention, he is a diehard Trump fan like at this it's unwavering and i'm just like what happens when do they yoke y'all up is it in the session do they run up on you in the parking lot at a cracker barrel you know do you just get a text that says you're on our side now how does it work when the illuminati come for you that'd be a good um netflix little sci-fi movie you find out what happened maybe it's like they clown they clone tyrone and they are clones Mm. In the real Lindsey Graham, it's like underground maybe somewhere. This, <laughs> right. Maybe this is the fake Lindsey Graham. Neither of them were great, though. That's the thing. It's, yeah, yeah. You and your fake Lindsey Graham are both trash. I mean, goddamn. That's I mean, a lose-lose. They can't change the code too much. Otherwise, people know it's a clone. See? You, got, you, got you, got, you, you seem to have it all figured out. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Jeremiah figured it all out, y'all. All right. Moving on. We, we solved it. Moving on. <laughs> Lindsey Graham is a clone. And he's whack in both versions because you can't veer too far off from the original recipe. And then it yep. wouldn't be KFC. All right, keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. We got to see second headlines when we get back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We out, we out, we out. <laughs> We're out of here. That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. We're out of here. Thank you for joining us on this Tuesday. We covered so many stories. We did. You know, you you stood up for the fastest man on earth, Amanda. 
because he said he had some thoughts about NBA players calling themselves world champions. You had thoughts. Also, you stood up for business leaders because they hate Gen Zers who work for them. <laughs> well, they don't hate them. They feel like they lack they lack some skills. So we gotta work on that as well. You went black around the world because a lot of stuff is going on around the world, y'all. So if you missed that, you gotta go back to the podcast. I can't even recap all of it because literally so much is happening around the world. And we also get to dig up and let down and the let down with the 50 cent. 50 cent. Mm. 50 cent gonna have to pay more than 50 cents to somebody mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for throwing the mic in the crowd. So we're gonna talk about that. We talked about a lot of things. If you missed any of the show, you can check it out wherever you get your latest uh, podcast. You can also check out the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses. This week, we got uh, Immortal Technique, incredible MC, and just thinker um, who joined us to talk about side effects of answering the call, which I know seems like a real generic like <laughs> title, but basically it's just saying like, what what does it take to be somebody who like is paying attention and then actually like mm-hmm. responds with action? You feel me? And he's right. somebody who has done that as a philanthropist, as an activist, just as a as a man. Um, and I think it's really imperative that we we take we listen and we we take example from folks who do this as ways in which we can do it and apply it to ourselves. So shout out to Immortal Technique. You can check that out wherever you get your podcast. You can also watch the episode on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. Make sure to also check out the latest. Um, also, sorry. N- make sure to also check out my political comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust. We're actually do- we're going to be doing a screening in Washington D.C. This. Thursday. So excited to see um, y'all out there in D.C. because, you know, it takes place in D.C. So really happy to get to see the the DMV folks and see what they think about the project. And if you want to get it yourself and you are not able to attend, you can go to inamandabetrust.com. It'll be available until Friday at 11.59 p.m. on Patreon as a single like item for purchase. After that, you're going to have to subscribe to the Patreon to get it, y'all. You're going to have to subscribe to the Patreon to get it. Okay? Remember, we'll be here tomorrow. And uh, mm-hmm. you can check out Wednesday's show. Yeah, we will. We will. We're going to have all of our Black Red News. <sighs> can we stop interviewing rappers and asking them about politics? <laughs> no. I know. Because I used to do that. I mean, I used to do that. I mean, I guess, okay, you know what? Let me not say that because it's like rappers are also voters. So they should be asked about politics too. But I think sometimes we like give them like some level of like aplomb. Um, Asking the wrong questions, essentially. Yeah. Styles P said black people paid more attention under Trump and that's why he liked Trump in office, which I don't actually think is true. But we also got the Big Up Let Down and another edition of Politicians Save the Darkest Thing. All that's coming up Wednesday on the Amanda Seal Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. See you tomorrow. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.